Good morning. Good morning. I feel obligated to make a, a joke about football, so ha-ha mm, to your team and my team is great, or we can reverse it and man, my team stunk it up and your team is awesome. Sound good? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I found out this morning that it's playoffs, so the games matter, and, and that's <laughs> how into it I am. It's awesome. Yay, team. Uh, all right, this, this series that we're going through right now, guys, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm enjoying it. It's great to see uh, what's going on in our EMCs, in our missional communities. Uh, if you had, have been with us for a while since we started this idea, um, the struggle we've had in finding who, who it is that we're, we're to serve and finding the, the mission side of our communities is it's great to see that come to fruition. And, and I don't think it's by accident that the individual groups are serving the people that they are serving. Uh, so much of, of today's society, even within the church, is going out there and trying to, to find, get your likes on, on Facebook or just this digital facade that we put up so everyone thinks how awesome and great we are. And, and to see a church striving to, to get down in the muck and, and live life in community with, with people that God calls us to is encouraging. And, and it just it makes me glad to be a part of what it is that, that Crosspoint is doing. Or everything shut down on me real quick. Uh, last week, after Rico preached uh, about the orphans, uh, I came up and, and told him, it's like, look, man, uh, I know I've got the following week, so I'm going to have Rico send me his notes. Um, I'm just going to change the word orphan to homeless, and we're good, right? <laughs> yeah, God calls us to a little bit more effort than that, so um, that was not okay. So let's go and see uh, today, instead of orphans, let's look at uh, the homeless, We're going to start uh, in Isaiah chapter 58. We're going to read verses 7 through 8. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Then shall your light break forth like dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness, righteousness shall go before you the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. What we have here, as, as, as Rico's scripture last week pointed out, we have religion that God approves of. If, if we want to define religion real quick, is, is kind of the, the man's working out of, of spiritual ideas and faith. And, and too often we bog that down into uh, things that don't matter. We see here, as we saw last week, what, what God wants to us to make of our religion. So let's pray, and uh, we'll get into it. Lord, we just ask right now for your truth to prevail. We ask for your spirit to move amongst these people. Let it not be my words, my actions that, that convict anybody, Lord, but your spirit. I pray for everyone out in, uh, seated this morning to receive your word, Lord, and uh, that their hearts, their minds, their ears would be open to what it is you have to say to them. We pray for the the Holy Spirit to just move uh, throughout this service uh, and also including our our kids, Lord, that your truth, your wisdom be spoken. 
Jesus' loving and precious name we pray. Amen. So as Christians, as a people who, who confess to follow God's will, we are called into social action. We're not called to, to sit and, and talk about stuff and debate with people. We're called to get out there and to serve. Last week we saw that uh, we're called to serve the orphans, and this week I hope to show how we are called to serve the poor and the homeless. So who are the poor and the homeless of Bakersfield? Is it uh, everyone that comes up to you when you're at the gas station asking for, for change, uh, as I called it in my youth, spangin', spare changin'? Uh, is it every individual out there on, on the, the street corners holding their cardboard sign, we'll work for food, or the, the more current trend that you see is, why lie, I need beer money? Um, it, we, it's hard to see, is it? Who truly is poor? And we, we fight, you know, like, oh, they're just trying to play us. They know they go home to their house and they make 30 grand a year begging or whatever. We get bogged down in this. And, and it gets to a point where even um, our government has given us a definition uh, that will help us. So everyone, you know, read that real quick and let me know what you think. <laughs> so this, this is from the uh, HUD website. A chronically homeless individual is defined to mean a homeless individual with a disability who lives either in a place not meant for human habitation, a safe haven, or an emergency shelter, or in an institutional uh, care facility. If the individual has been living in the facility for fewer than 90 days and had been living in a place not meant for human habitation, a safe haven, or an emergency shelter, immediately before entering the institutional care facility in order to meet the chronically homeless definition, the individual also must have been living as described above continuously for at least 12 months or on at least four separate occasions in the last three years, where the combined occasions total a length of time at least 12 months. Each period separating occasions must include at least seven nights of living in a situation other than a place not meant for human habitation, an emergency shelter, or in a safe haven. Got it? <laughs> I'm done. Uh, <laughs> that, we're not using that, right? That's, that definition is set aside to uh, get government assistance and all that. What we want to do is, is our purposes today, the homeless... The poor are those without the ability to provide for themselves shelter, food, basic necessities of life, uh, whether it's an individual or a family. Specifically here in Bakersfield, um, every year a census is taken of, of homeless. The volunteers go out, uh, it's either in December or January every year since 2013. Maybe before that. I didn't write that down. Anyway. They go out and, and they survey these people and they, they find people on the streets and they ask some questions. And from that, we have some information. So according to the uh, 2013 homeless census, 1,152 total homeless individuals are within Kern County. Of those, 1,005 are adults. 153 are classified as children. There are, uh, among that, 135 veterans. From, from the, the total number of homeless, 568 admitted to abusing substances. Uh, 301 of the ones that admitted to abusing substances admitted to alcohol abuse, and 195 admitted to meth abuse. And those were the only two 
specified, obviously there's a lot more substance to abuse, and I imagine you probably have some overlap alcohol into meth and whatever else. Uh, 1,008 of these individuals live within the Bakersfield metropolitan area, and uh, of the 150 left over that are living in the rural areas, only 31 of those have some kind of shelter. Within Metro Bakersfield, there's only two shelters, and they're within miles of each other. So the further you get outside of Metro Bakersfield, the less facilities there are to assist uh, the homeless. Uh, so these are our neighbors who don't know uh, where they're going to lay their head at night. They're not, they don't know where their next meal is going to come from. They're, we, we learned last week even uh, that a large percentage of those are, are orphans, the once they get emancipated, they don't have anything that, to tie them down, so they end up on the streets. So if these are our neighbors, what does God ask us of our, our neighbors? What does God tell us uh, about these individuals? And throughout the Bible, we see the evidence that God calls us to have pity for the poor, the homeless, the widow, and God requires us to take action to visit them in their affliction. Deuteronomy 15, 7 through 8. If among you one of your brothers should become poor in any of your towns within your land that the Lord your God has given you, you shall not harden your heart or shut your hand against your poor brother, but you shall open your hand to him and lend him sufficient for his need, whatever it may be. Leviticus 25, 35 and 36. If your brother becomes poor and cannot maintain himself with you, you shall support him as though he were a stranger and a sojourner, and he shall live with you. Take no interest from him or profit, but fear your God that your brother may live beside you. It was Levitical law for God's people to take care of those that couldn't take care of themselves. We see there that uh, your brother, who this would be another Hebrew, right? You're to bring him in to take care of him. You feed him, clothe him, house him, and you're not racking up a bill during this time. You're not using this to hold against him later on. You're doing this because you're commanded. And even if, if you pay attention there, he says uh, that you would do this as you were to a stranger or a sojourner or a traveler, right? So even outside of your, your brother, it's not limited to that. God calls us to have pity on those that we see in need. In James 2, 15 through 17, it says, If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also by faith itself, it does not have... I'm sorry. So also faith by itself, it does not, if it does not have works, is dead. So right here in James, we see that if we don't take action, it's not faith. Our faith is the action we take, right? The whole point of what James is saying is that faith equal actions. If you, you read further on and further up, the, the point is that James is making is how our faith is our action taken. So our example that we have today to see all this is... <clears throat> God made flesh come down to live amongst the hopeless, the poor, the homeless. And we see that 
it wasn't done uh, with conditions. It was done unconditionally, right? So God came and, and saw us uh, as though we were addicted to sin, because we are. We are addicted to our own idols of acceptance, of control, of power, of comfort. And Jesus didn't stop him to consider that, that if he helped us, that he'd be enabling a, a grace junkie, right? Someone just out there trying to get their next fix was, wasn't part of the process. He did this because Christ had faith, and that faith took action in the form of the spotless life that was lived, the sacrifice, and the resurrection. So when we view homelessness, when we view poverty in light of the gospel truth, we see that we are called to serve the poor, the weak, the homeless, because we ourselves are the poor, the weak, and the homeless. So how do we accomplish this? How do we show that our faith is not dead? Put uh, action into this instead of just standing here talking about it. Well, we know that uh, the first thing is that these people do not have food, they do not have shelter, they do not have basic life necessities. So where we start is we do what we can to help uh, provide for basic life necessities. When someone comes to us that's hungry, we help to feed them. When someone comes to us cold because it's, it's winter, I mean, we're in Bakersfield, so I guess we get luck out on that a lot, but still. Uh, we're going to clothe them. We're going to take care of people. We're going to uh, make sure that, what we, that we, since we have plenty, we're going to share with that. We're going to make sure that they have the, the basic hygiene that they need, uh, deodorant, toothbrush, somewhere that they can bathe. And then once, once we get these needs met, once we start getting basic uh, life necessities taken care of, you can move on from there. Your, your mind isn't so focused on, oh, I'm so hungry that I'm not going to do anything today. Uh, that's all I can think about is where I'm going to get food. We move on from there to, to, well, now that I'm clothed and fed, how do I get out of the situation I'm in? And when we get to that, we're going to help meet those needs as well. Uh, we're going to provide job training with what we can. Uh, more often than not, that would be the form of helping with resumes, helping with just helping basic education to make sure that people have the basic skills to get, start getting even the low-paying jobs. Uh, we're going to help families out. We're going to help teach budgeting. And, and like, this is the money you have, and you can't go buy you know, hamburgers every day. We've got to make this last longer, right? We're going to help uh, the meal planning and just the basic things of life that you don't even think about until you're, you're right there in the midst of it. And then once we, we have this, this established, once we are, are providing for needs and, and we get to a point where, where we don't have to provide every need, but they are starting to meet their own needs, we want to move on. And what we want to do next to love the homeless is we want to build a community that includes them. We have to build relationships with these people. Our idea is not to go out there and get names just so we can to put notches on our belt. Our, the idea isn't even that we would go out there and we learn their stories. Uh, that will happen naturally through the course of building community, of establishing relationships. And, and for those of you who, who aren't familiar or 
don't know a whole lot about Crosspoint, like this idea of community is something we strive for within our own. Uh, that's why we have our missional communities. Each of us that are heavily involved in our missional community, those of us that, that we've, we've struggled with life together, we have found out that we can't do it on our own. We can't overcome all the obstacles beset us just by standing there praying by ourselves. We have to get with fellow believers. We have to almost, I mean, on a daily basis, be talking to people and, and learning, you know, hey, what is it that, that you went through? Yeah, well, I'm going through something like that. How would you get through it? Or, or the same thing. It's like, yeah, I know where you're coming from. I was there, man. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's live it. Uh, so we want to bring the, the people we're helping into this because, like we pointed out earlier, it's not that, that we're better off spiritually speaking. It's not that, that we are so much better than anybody else, but it's, it's that, that God has called us into a life of community. Adam was not left alone in the garden. Adam was brought into community. So, as we build up the community, what happens with, within community is discipleship, right? So, we're not just providing basic needs. We're not just hanging out. We're, we're teaching them and showing them Christ and living this out. So... <clears throat> And then finally, we love our homeless by revealing God's glory to them. It says, Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. I, that, I love the image in that, the light breaking forth and the healing coming because of God's glory, right? It is in the revelation of God's glory that we are healed, and that those are being afflicted to find their comfort and their peace. God's glory is revealed when the weak are made strong and the poor in spirit are made rich. We reveal God's glory to the poor, the homeless, when they see us and we see them as equal. There's no socioeconomic boundaries within the family of Christ. There are those that have been covered by the blood of the sacrifice and those that have not. So for us at our MC, what we have done is uh, we have worked with Flood Ministries of Bakersfield. And what Flood Ministries does is they strive to reach the, the, those people living on the street with Christ. And they provide for them food and, and a means of getting out. Uh, there is a brand new, just built, well, I guess last year now, uh, low-income housing. It's called Park 20, and within it, Flood Ministries of Bakersfield has staff on site. They have office space. Also, the, uh, the homeless veterans has staff on site, has office on site. So this building is housed with individuals brought in from Flood Ministries who, those people, they know exactly what Flood is, and, and they have a good gospel foundation, and they know who Jesus is, and, and we sh- they're striving to make progress with that. We also have our homeless veterans. We have the, the men, the women who have served us and, and sacrificed for us that wind up on the streets, and so we're bring, bring, they're bringing them in. And then the, the rest of the units are filled up with Section 8 housing. 
So what happens is it's a apartment complex, three stories high at one point, and they have a community kitchen, uh, and, and that is space to, to hang out. So once, once a month, every first Friday of the month, we're going down there, and we are bringing dinner, and, and we're, we're hanging out, right? Uh, and the idea is that, that we're joining their community on their turf. We're bringing our community to them. So, so we want to bring them into our community, but we also want them to let us in on their community. And the, the idea is that the, our community, a gospel-centered community, is expanding and growing. So we come and we, and we have dinner with them, and, and we don't just sit you know, there and, and slop the food out and say, God bless you. We, we dish out what food we have, and if there's any left, we might get some, but... Uh, so then we're going to sit down, we're going to eat with them, and we're going to hang out with them. Um, we're getting to know names. Um, we've been there three times now. Unfortunately, I had to miss one, but I, there's Lawrence, who is probably, I don't know, I, he, I think he's in control of that place or something, the way he talks to everybody. I mean, he's, he's the guy, he, he knows everybody that walks by, and he, he's a God-fearing man, and, and he tells them, and it's, it's pretty cool to see. Uh, but we're getting to know these guys. We're getting to know the families there. Uh, unfortunately, the, the families that we've encountered are we're dealing with single moms, uh, multiple children, and, and how to make ends meet. So to help this, uh, to provide this community, uh, in December, our, the guys brought some cards to kind of hang out with whoever would, would hang out with us. The ladies brought crafts, and, and we made, uh, what was it you guys made? wreaths for, for the decorating their homes because these are people that are just now off the streets and, and establishing themselves. So we, we help provide some, some Christmas decorations, some holiday cheer for them. Uh, and we hope uh, when it gets a little bit warmer to take some of the men, some of the boys out on a fishing trip, which I think will be cool. And if you know RMC, pray for us. <laughs> As there's not a fisherman amongst the bunch, <laughs> we will be schooled on what to do. And we want to, uh, we're not going to take them down to uh, trucks and extension and pets. You know, that's guaranteed catch. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I have been fishing before. I actually used to live out in the country and remember fishing quite a bit. I just have lost that over the years. Uh, but it's the idea that. Again, that, that we want community, and this is what community does. We uh, do things maybe we're not comfortable with. Maybe we're, it's been years that we've done, and, and when others in our community want to participate, we say, hey, let's go. I've got the means. We've got a car. Uh, I'm sure we can scrounge up a few fishing poles, even maybe a couple of hooks, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, so... If, 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 if God is moving your heart towards this, towards uh, the homeless, to the poor, um, I ask that you join us. We meet, uh, we have dinners on Friday nights, and, and this is where we're discussing this. And, and we're, like I said, with the Part 20, this is something totally God-given because we were struggling with this. We were helping uh, at, at Flood with a different avenue, and it was just... We're too small of a group to help with. We're, uh, we couldn't afford to, to feed the way that they, as many people as they feed there. But here, we're able to feed. And not only that, it's, it's such an intimate environment. Come join us. Uh, like I said, it's the first Friday. 
that we do this uh, of the month, even when they don't expect us. Like uh, the this Friday was uh, July, July, January first. It was New Year's Day, so they didn't know we were coming. It was hilarious. As soon as they found out, then the food left pretty quick. But uh, we we want to be consistent with them. And and just to kind of give you guys some hope. Know that, that God is at work in the homeless community in Bakersfield. If you paid attention, you realize the uh, census data I gave you was from 2013. Uh, the 2015 census, we went uh, down to 1,002 homeless individuals in Bakersfield. That's 150 fewer people living on the streets. That's God at work. Um, but we... the. We need his, his help because even amongst that, we see that the overall homeless rate has declined and has continued to decline throughout the years uh, since they started the census, that we have seen an increase. We went from 100, what uh, did I say about the children? The number of children has increased. So those classified as children, we're seeing more of them on the streets than we had in the past, even though the overall number is declining. So pray for us. Pray for these individuals that are out on the streets. Um, Let's all pray together now. God, we thank you that you have blessed us such that you have, Lord, that that we're not worrying about where we're going to get our next meal, that we're not worrying about how we're going to stay out of the cold at night, Lord. Help us to see that as blessings from you, that you are at work in our lives and that we would take that, Lord, and bless others, that we wouldn't hoard up riches of the world that will rust, Lord, but that we will give out of your blessing, out of your abundance that you have given us, we will give to others. Lord, may your people be moved by your spirit today to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to care for the orphan, Lord. That we would see our lives not as, as a status symbol, that, that we would want to be religious in the way that is honoring to you, Lord. Thank you, God, for your blessings. Thank you, God, for your sacrifice, for covering us, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.